If you're a parent and you're suspecting that your child is using drugs, that's really a hard situation because the first thing is to overreact. And typically what parents do, because they're parents, they want to jump in. They want to jump in in a way that controls and, and really takes charge of the situation. Generally, that's actually, I don't want to give the totally wrong impression here, but that's one of the worst things that can happen because kids tend to start using in the adolescent years. Well, what's going on during the adolescent years? During those years, kids are starting to pull away from parents. They're wanting to create their own definition. And because they're wanting to create that sense of I am my own person, the last thing they want is to be controlled by their parents. Now, as a parent, you still need to parent. So I'm not trying to take away your tools. And in a sense, I'm not even trying to change what you're going to do in the long run. I'm just trying to change your perception of how to do it. You need to get engaged and you need to be able to be involved, but you also need to try to work some finesse and work some skill to where it's like, okay, I need to try to approach my child in a way that they're not immediately feeling controlled or belittled. And so what's really important here is just to start with questions. And hopefully not like the private eye and the investigator that's just coming along and really, really trying to discover things. But one of the most powerful tools is what I would call understatement. In other words, if I suspect that, what's going to happen? I'm going to escalate. I'm going to be angry. I'm, 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 I'm going to feel almost out of control. And there's going to be a sense of desperateness about me that I'm like, okay, I've got to jump in and I've got to get this taken care of now. And we've got to get this fixed. That's, that's all a natural reaction for a parent. But if I discover something, the first thing I've got to do, I need to deescalate. I potentially need to talk to some people get some ideas about what the signs are, get a better understanding of what's going on so that when I confront, I'm not out of control. I'm not in that zone where the child's feeling walked on and imposed on. And if I can come into that encounter in a much more de-escalated manner, that's going to be one of the most powerful things that you can do. And again, I believe in understatement there. So what happens is you have facts. You have a fact that, hey, you didn't get home till two o'clock or maybe yet you didn't come home at all last night. Where were you last night? And again, as much as possible without an accusatory tone, it's just like, hey, I need information. And if the person has been using, obviously you're going to get a defensive response. Then you have to come back to a place of understanding what you're willing to do as a parent, not willing to do. If you hear me talk about these areas, that's always going to be the question that I come back to. So let's just say the child spent the entire night out. You're going to have to look at yourself and begin to understand. In some cases, you've lost control to the point that it doesn't matter what you say. The child is going to spend nights away. You aren't going to have the ability to speak to that child. And if you're there and you're threatening different things that you're not going to follow through on, you're not going to get very far anyway. So you step back, you start looking at the relationship that you do have. You start asking yourself, what am I willing to do? And so you've got a child that's staying out all night. You suspect that they're using. You have to honestly ask yourself, 
if I apply these kinds of consequences, will my child listen? Will my child respond? Will they actually obey and follow through? If the answer is no, you have almost no authority. You have almost no influence. So then what you might as well do is get more to an appeal level, less like an, a parent, and just come down and say, can we talk? Can we be open? Can we be honest? Look, I know that if I do this, you're not going to listen to me and you're going to do this. So I know I have no power here. Can we at least just talk and can we be real and can we be honest? Many times if parents will back it down and they'll stay within the authority that they actually have, it creates a trust and a level of connection with the child that the conversation can then begin to work. So it's really important for you to understand that principle. What power do I actually have? What am I willing to do? Will the child actually respond if I do those consequences? And if you honestly evaluate that, then you kind of know where you are and you know the amount of intervention that you can bring. Then beyond that, once you understand, okay, I can do these things, I am willing to do these things, and I believe my child will respond to these kinds of things, then it needs to become a step-by-step -step process of implementing those things. And it may be as simple as, you know what, I'm going to insist that you see a counselor, or I'm going to insist that we sit down and talk with somebody, or whatever. Find a series of steps. And anything that you can get the child to do at a cooperative level that opens up communication, opens up your ability to bring influence, is going to be helpful. Generally, if, if the child is in drugs, what's happened, that adolescent stage is taken over and they're listening to something outside of you anyway. What can you do as a parent to reopen that channel, to restart that connection, to provide support? And it's not all just negative. Sometimes negative consequences work. Sometimes like, hey, taking your allowance away or you're not going to be allowed to go out. That goes back to what authority do you have? Sometimes those can be helpful. They can get the attention of the child. But those negative consequences, that's all they do. They get the attention of the child. If relationship isn't built, if connection isn't built at that point, if there isn't this higher level of thing that kind of pulls the authority away from that adolescent sphere that may be causing your child to use and reignites that connection with you, then in the end, you're not going to have the authority you need to make a difference. And you end up feeling powerless. Chances are getting angry, saying things that you shouldn't have said that are simply going to cause the divide to be worse. In the end, the answer is always relationship. If I can build trust with you, if I can pour into you the kind of life that's meaningful to your life, if I can provide those kinds of things to you, then our relationship becomes valuable and you're not going to want to walk away with it. Examine yourself, examine the relationship, grow that relationship, confront what needs to be confronted, talk to people who know what they're doing so that you can deal with the technical drug side of it because that's going to be one step at a time. But the biggest suggestion that I have for you as a parent is evaluate your relationship 
get it rebuilt, and from the inside of that rebuilt relationship, become a godly influencer. Again, if you need help, feel free to check in with us. We'd love to give you feedback. Check out our materials, videos, some of the different things that we have, and hopefully you can take this thing and move it in the right direction before it becomes a crisis. Video production, editing, and audio by Matthew. Set design and setup by Ashley. Content recorded live at Studio 104.